Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, everybody. This is the Great America Show. Truth, justice, and the American way every day. We're delighted you're with us for today's episode. In the midst of all the madness that grips the world, it's easy to lose some perspective, and often it's difficult indeed to sort through the day's events and issues to discover reason and order in our lives here in America. But try we must, and here we go, bravely and together. The pictures of UK Prime Minister Johnson walking the streets of Kiev side by side with Ukrainian President Zelensky are indelible images. Images that convey the strength and success of the Ukrainian defense against the Russian invaders and the real likelihood now that the European Union will invite Ukraine to join the Union. But now most military analysts expect Putin, beaten back at a disastrous cost to his military in western Ukraine, to concentrate his forces in taking and controlling the Donbass region securing two breakaway republics recognized by Russia, Luhansk and Donetsk. Zelensky's forces have been resupplied and armed by NATO and the U.S., and Putin will likely have a tougher fight than he's been expecting. Washington is apparently convinced that silence, though, is golden, more valuable at least, and far less costly than reckless remarks by our top officials about Putin, war crimes, and even suggestions of U.S. military involvement in Ukraine. Biden, Blinken, and Sullivan are now mute on Ukraine and thereby keeping global media properly focused on Ukraine, the war, its horrific bloodshed and devastation, worsening refugee crisis, and a United Nations that's been pitifully slow to assist what are now millions of refugees and displaced Ukrainians. And in our country, the Marxist left continues to insinuate their doctrine into our government, the military, our public school classrooms, our colleges and universities, and workplaces throughout big business and big tech, Wall Street, and of course, corporate media. The Walt Disney Company has vowed to work for repeal of Florida's parental rights and education law. Let me repeat that again. The Parental Rights and Education Law. You probably haven't heard that, uh, that title. Uh, you've probably heard it as Don't Say Gay. Well, it's Parental Rights and Education. It's unclear to me at this point what Disney's corporate interest is in fighting such legislation. And I think we'll be getting to the bottom of that question in the days and weeks ahead right here on The Great America Show. The Disney statement referred to the law entitled Parents' Rights in Education as the Don't Say Gay Bill. The ignorance of Chapek and the Disney company is purposeful because the law applies only to kindergarten through third graders. 
and it prohibits instruction of sexual orientation and gender identity. And I believe that there should be no discussion of sex whatsoever in K through uh, third grade. There should be no teacher in any K through third grade who is teaching or even talking about sex in a classroom. That's pure ignorance. It's pure evil. And it must stop. Congratulations to Governor Ron DeSantis, the Florida State Legislature, and parents and families of students all across Florida who supported this new law. It is essential to get those teachers back to teaching and end indoctrination. And shame on Bob Chapek and the indecent Disney for their ignorance and trying to intervene in the relationship between parents and their children and their children and education. Trying to repeal a common sense law protecting children, a common decency law protecting children. Imagine their deceit and indecency as they refuse to call the law what it really is, the parental rights and education law. They refer to it instead as don't say gay. And what they really mean is K through three teachers demand to talk about sex with five to nine-year-olds. It must stop now. The Marxist left is on the march in this country, folks. We know it. They are the enemy within. And we have to stop them at the polls this November, or they will be talking about sex in our public school classes of all ages and all groups as they continue to try to destroy American families, to destroy America itself. No better example of the totalitarian shift engineered by the Marxist left than what the Biden White House has done at what was once our southern border. Biden not only ordered that border be opened as he took office, he erased it for all practical purposes. Two million illegals crossed into the United States in Biden's first year as president. The Border Patrol released 1.6 million of them into our country, into our society, without condition, without knowing who they are. Biden and the Marxist left, without exaggeration of any kind, mean to fundamentally transform America without a vote, without a debate, without a national discussion. Our guest today is President Trump's Commissioner of Customs and Border Protection and a great American, Mark Morgan. Mark is coming to us from the Rio Grande Valley sector of the Border Patrol. And Mark, it's good of you to join us here on The Great America Show. Welcome. Right now, we're hearing reports, Mark, that this is going to be an outright onslaught of illegal immigrants that are coming into the country with the full support of the Biden administration. What's going on? Yeah, well, you're exactly right. But let's paint the current picture. Uh, it's like, so we're already in an unmitigated, catastrophic crisis along our South Florida border already. Look, the March numbers this past March are going to show, show apprehensions of more than 217,000, shattering any record in our lifetime, Lou, over 67,000 gotaways. I could go on. So when Title 42 ends on May 23rd, look, the way I'm explaining it, it's going to be like the Hindenburg crashing into the Titanic. What is clearly an invitation from the Biden administration and the direction of uh, Mayorkas, the head of DHS, uh, they're facilitating every convenience and transport to every one of these illegal immigrants. Am I wrong? No, 
No, Lou, you're, you're absolutely right. Look, and you and I have talked in the past. That this Biden administration inherited the most secure border in a lifetime, and they've destroyed it all and literally handed over to the cartels. It's, it's absolutely an unmitigated disaster. And I also get asked, well, you know, the Biden administration, they don't know what they're doing. They're incompetent. No, that's not true. Absolutely not true. DHS Secretary Mayorkas, he's a smart guy. This is their plan. This is done by with, with strategy to open our borders and let the flood get in. So they're actually accomplishing what they set out to do prior to, to, to Biden getting that Oval Office. And, and it's, it's, it's all in the name of politics, Lou, it is. Look, I hate, I've been a career guy my entire life serving this country. But at the end of the day, that's what this is about. Nothing else makes sense why they, they would open up our borders, jeopardizing every aspect of our nation's safety, health, and national security. All right, so we've had 2 million uh, in the first year of the Biden administration uh, across that border, correct? We had, that's correct. Uh, we, we have no idea how many people really got through that border, in, in point of fact. But none of them were uh, had to go through uh, uh, immigration or customs. We don't know their health uh, conditions. We have nothing. We have no knowledge of their backgrounds. Where are all of those people right now? So, look, Lou, you, every, your listeners need to understand everything you said is absolutely correct. So, just the first twelve months, like you said, over two million apprehended. But again, you mentioned. Let's not forget about what, what we call the gotaways, right? Those who break into our country and evade apprehension. That number is well over 600,000. Think about that. 600,000 have broken in and evaded apprehension. That's larger than the entire state of Vermont. And you're absolutely right when they come in. So under the same 12 months that, that we're uh, uh, and I'm being conservative, 1.6 million have either been intentionally released in the United States or evaded apprehension, those gotaways that I talk about in the administration. Now, look, they did remove a million under under uh, President right. Trump's Title 42 order, but 1.6 million have been released into the United States. In, in the course of the, the, just since the Biden administration took office. And that's right. We, and what, uh, let me just ask another question that seems sort of straightforward. Why are we paying Border Patrol agents at all uh, to be on the border. Look, look, if, if, you ask, if you ask the border patrol agents, they're with you. They'd ask the same thing because, look, they know that they have been relegated to no more than being a federal travel agency. They're, they're Uber drivers. You know, all the adjectives, they have been pulled off the line. This is, you, know, you ask a very, I think, one of the most important questions. Illegal immigration is not separate from border security. It's part of it. And when you have, look, I just got a brief from the chief of, of the uh, RGB sector here. He says at times up to 80 percent, eight zero of his border patrol agents are pulled off the line to process. That leaves our, uh, our borders unmonitored, unpatrolled and wide open. And the cartels are exploiting it. That's where dr- that's why drugs are pouring in at historic highs. Gang members, criminal aliens and an, in- and an increased uh, vulnerability to our national security happen every single day. And this administration knows it. But I, I can only imagine one motive for this. Because the only alignment of interest here and the result here is that the administration is pro-cartel because they're shipping all of the drugs across that border that are killing Americans. They're doing all of the sex trafficking across that border. And they are smuggling illegal immigrants nonstop. Uh, There's there's just no other way to look at this. This is a pro-cartel Democratic Party. It's a pro-cartel Biden administration. And I've got to ask you, 
isn't this illegal? Isn't this unconstitutional that the that men and women who've sworn to protect and defend this nation and this constitution are basically saying the hell with the law, the hell with the American people and the national interest. Look, it's why I love talking to you, Lou, because you're absolutely right. First of all, they said they have said to, to hell with the constitution. They have said to hell with the law. I'll give you a quick example. Secretary Marcus himself has said being in the country illegal is not enough to remove you. He says being in the country and have a final order of removal from an immigration judge is not enough to remove you. That's against the law. He's acting as a de facto legislator. It's unconscionable. And as far as the cartels, Lou, once again, you're right. Well, the only thing that's happened the past 14 months is the cartels have increased what's in their bank accounts. This administration overnight has basically funneled and fueled and increased their financial situation. They're more powerful, they're more influential, and they're stronger ever than they have been. And what's happening? They're increasing the vast set of criminal uh, uh, schemes that you just uh, uh, talked about. Let, let, let's just talk about one of them, the drugs. We know, again, what's the leading cause of death among Americans 18 to 45? It's fentanyl. Where does the vast majority of fentanyl come from? The southwest border. A hundred thousand Americans died because of drug overdoses in America in a 12-month period. That's more Americans that died in all the terrorist attacks, the Iraq, Afghanistan, and Vietnam wars combined. Yet this administration is turning a blind eye, and they've literally turned our southwest border over the hands of the cartels. It's disgusting. It's unconscionable. And it's, it's, and it's staring us all in the face. We're watching it happen. Uh, our Border Patrol agents are, are, are watching it happen. Uh, it isn't even as though they're being pushed aside. Uh, they've been pulled back. Uh, they're no longer in the, in the fight. We have no one protecting the southern border. Uh, if the Border Patrol isn't there, neither is the DEA. If the DEA isn't there, no one from Justice or any task force is working it. We have turned it over. Uh, if publicly and obviously to the cartels why in the world can there be no you know the, the media is not going to do anything the corporate media the corporate the corporate marxist in this country and that's who the business roundtable and the chamber of commerce are each and every one of them is is working to destroy this country they want cheap labor and they're letting it happen uh, American citizens are dealing with Biden's high inflation rate headed toward hyperinflation. And what is he doing? He's bringing in cheap labor to compete with our working Americans. It, it is crazy. Yeah. So, Lou, uh, look, I think you're right. And what we need to do, and we're trying to push the narrative on what you're talking about, the constitutional issue, because there is a strong case to be made here. Uh, I think it, it's already happened under the Constitution Guarantee Clause that says the federal government is supposed to has the, the, the charge to protect the states from threats from outside our borders. I think we clearly have the facts currently that this president, this administration has abdicated their constitutional responsibilities. So the Constitution also has clauses in there that the states have the right to defend themselves and protect themselves. They did not give that up when they signed and ratified the Constitution. I think what we have going on the southwest border is absolutely can meet the, the definition of invasion. And I think the, the government has abdicated the responsibilities. So I know that there's discussions going on among states on what they can do, what more they could do under the Constitution. And I hope they push that issue. They, if they do push that issue in in America, there was a time and you, you like me recall it. But in the United States, in this great country, 
we talked about there is urgency, there is crisis, and we act. It, we didn't act in six months after we'd gone through two uh, judicial reviews and three strategy sessions per day. We actually moved within a matter of days to protect the country, to protect American citizens. And the, the outrage is this federal government is beholden to every interest but that of the American people. It's the only other explanation there is. Our courts don't handle cases. There's a backlog, and they say it's all because of COVID, which is pure nonsense. It is not in their interest to expeditiously and efficiently uh, carry out a, a judicial uh, hearing or trial uh, or civil case. They just they take forever. We have a backlog. How many people would you say are backed up? How many uh, illegal immigrants are backed up in our immigration system with these immigration judges? Well, let me give you one step I know off the top of my head. So right now, there's about 800,000 illegal aliens with final court orders removal, right? I mean, it's ridiculous. And there are hundreds and hundreds of thousands of, of, uh, 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 of illegal aliens that are in the pipeline waiting for their hearing to go through. It, it's, it's, it's unconscionable, Lou. And right now, this administration, they're adding to it every single day, every single day, because their definition of humane, which is just completely BS, is that they don't believe in detention. And, and look, when you don't detain someone that breaks the law, there are no consequences. And when there's no consequences, there's no deterrence. And obviously, when there's no deterrence, the problem gets worse. And that's exactly what we're seeing. It's by design. I mean, every single day, catch and release is back on. The whole world knows it. They've apprehended illegal aliens from 157 different countries. Again, America, there's still this false uh, you know, narrative out there that somehow it's just Mexico, the Northern Triangle countries. No, that's a lie. It's the whole world, 157 different countries. And here's what's un Controversial that should scare everyone in this country. The vast majority of individuals that they are intentionally releasing, they don't know who they are, Lou. They can't. I mean, if you get an illegal alien that you apprehend from Uzbekistan, for example, you think you're going to get some sort of criminal history of, the, of this individual from Uzbekistan? It doesn't happen. You're living in a dream world. This administration does not care. Right now, I mean, they're actually giving cell phones to illegal aliens from all over the world to break in our country before they release them. It's just, it's, we're living in an alternate universe right now. Yeah, we really are. And we're living in the universe of the Democratic Marxist Party. Uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, they hear word Marxist, they say, oh, that's an overstatement. Well, it isn't, ladies and gentlemen. It's not an overstatement at all. Uh, what you've got are a bunch of people trying to peddle softly these, uh, these you know, cuddly little labels like progressive, liberal. These aren't liberals. They aren't progressive. They're Marxists, and they mean to destroy every institution in this country. And just on the issue of uh, illegal immigration, border security, ask yourself, what is this administration doing? They're doing nothing. That's in the best of instances. Otherwise, they're in affirmative uh, action to destroy that border security, to take down any, uh, any representation of this nation's sovereignty, any control over that border. And that isn't an accident, ladies and gentlemen. That's who Joe that, Biden and his and his masters uh, mean to be. That, that's Lou. 
That's absolutely correct. Look, Ronald Reagan said back in the 80s that a nation that cannot secure and protect its borders is not a nation at all. Every single day, this administration has incentivized, has encouraged and facilitate people to disregard the sovereignty of our nation, break the rule of law. And what happens in return? There's not an ounce of consequence. It even goes further. They're actually rewarding the individuals for defying the sovereignty, defying the rule of law and breaking it as they illegally enter our country. And then they then they feign, wow, we don't know why it's happened. We'll have to take a look at these root causes. Here's a root cause. First, America is the greatest nation of face on the planet. And second, you are actually facilitating and encouraging them. You, this, this administration is actually being a part of completing the last stage of the smuggling cycle. It's unconscionable. And look, at the end of the day, you and I have talked in the past. I, I think one reason also they're doing it, they see two perceived political benefits. One, Illegal aliens are counted as part of the census. So there's an absolute uh, chance of, of redistricting in the House. And the second thing is that they believe that every single illegal alien, they find a pathway to citizenship is going to equate to a Democratic vote. So part of this is ideology on top of uh, political strategy. It's absolutely disgusting. It is disgusting, but at its foundation, this is just an attack on the United States by the people we have elected uh, to to run the country, to defend the Constitution, and they're now doing so. And right now, the Republican Party, which wants to say that it's aligned with working men and women and their families, uh, small business, uh, and aligned with America first, they aren't even raising a finger. They aren't in front of a camera. They aren't at the border with you. They are just going about their little business, trying to hope nobody notices uh, them for about seven months. It is sickening to see what these two parties are doing to this country. And remember where most of the firms uh, on Wall Street are urging you to send your money. They want your capital invested, or at least a good part of it, in, uh, in China markets. They want your money moved around the globe. Meanwhile, this is the most secure. This is the safest and largest capital markets. Uh, these markets uh, are the safest in the world. And why are these these firms suddenly deciding that well, you know we can take care of a labor shortage if we just bring in more illegal immigrants? We can uh, build our businesses globally uh, if we just take Americans' capital and push it around the globe. And by the way, the last I looked. China is a communist nation, and their companies are run by, uh, regulated by communist authorities. What, what am I missing here, Mark? Nothing. And look, and that's why, again, you, you and I have been aligned for this for a very long time. Look, I, clearly, I put, you know, the majority of the blame on, on this current administration and the Democratic Party. Absolutely. Uh, full stop. But they're not the only ones to blame. I, I'm completely with you on the Republican side. Look, there are there are more Republicans that are hiding in the shadows that have not stepped up. that are not putting their name to this, that are not openly and aggressively pu pushing back on this administration's open border policy that are literally resulting in Americans dying every single day. Look, just since you and I have been talking, more Americans have died from drug overdoses, probably another 10, 20 uh, Americans. We could go on. It's unconscionable. And that's another thing, too. We need to hold not just the, 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 the Democrats responsible. We need to hold the Republicans responsible. And I hope that, that in November that the Americans go to the polls and they see what's happening, as you just described, and they hold people accountable and they elect people that are actually going to come there and understand what their constitutional responsibilities are. It's America first. 
I didn't say America only. I said America first. That should be our priority. And right now, we are we are facing the the, the worst crisis and vulnerabilities on our southern border than we've ever seen in our lifetime. And again, uh, the American people are aware. But what should be in the in the forefront of their conscious uh, consciousness on this issue is that President Trump. The reason he was persecuted, the reason that he was hounded, surveilled, uh, wiretapped, uh, and impeached, uh, and the Democrats are now caught uh, in an effort to overthrow the president of the United States. But he still, the list goes on of what this Democratic Marxist organization is doing. They're trying to destroy the man because he wouldn't go along with the establishment of both parties uh, in this country, he was working for the for the middle class, for working men and women, their families, for for justice, uh, for national security, border security, uh, and he was not in any way, and uh, any for even a moment did he think of not keeping one of his campaign promises, and that scares the hell out of the Democrats and the rhinos as well, don't you think? Hello. I, yeah, yeah. Again, I, I, I'm, I'm in full agree with you. Let me, let me give you an example of, of what President Trump uh, did that really, I think, shadows uh, 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 forecast exactly what you're talking about. It's like, so first of all, he actually went to the border, right? But he, but pre- President Trump did way more than just physically going to the border. And, and remember, this president has yet to been to the border, as we're seeing and experiencing the worst crisis in our lifetime. But President Trump would go to the border, and here's also what he would do is he would sit down and he would stand there and he would talk to the actual men and women of the Border Patrol. He would actually listen to them. He actually would ask them, what do you need? He would talk to a line agent that's sitting there with sweat on their brow from being on the front line trying to protect their nation. And he would ask her or him, what do you need? What, what can I do for you so that you can do your job better to protect a, 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 this country? And they would tell him, and guess what? He listened. He listened, Lou, and he went back, and then he actually provided those tools and authorities and policies that were actually needed that he heard from the men and women themselves. I don't know of any other president in my lifetime that has done that to that degree when it comes to border security. I don't yeah. know of another president. And, and let me give you some perspective on what he said behind your back, Mark. Uh, this president, whenever I talked to him uh, about the border, talked about he actually loved the Border Patrol. He respected yep. the heck out of what those guys were doing, uh, those men and women. Uh, and, and to think uh, the way he was hounded. Uh, trying to do the right thing. And right now, the American people are about to find out in just uh, in bold, vivid terms exactly why uh, they are going to regret what happened on uh, November of uh, 2020 at the polls. This is uh, this is something that, that is awful. Steve Scully saying a half million will be coming through uh, the uh, southern border. Uh, whatever the numbers are, 400, 500, 600,000, it's insane that we're not stopping it. Uh, what is, what are we going to do? What are the, the, there are people listening to us who are going about their lives. They're working at their jobs. They're pursuing their careers, their education. Uh, they're taking care of their families. They're uh, going about their lives. How in the world are they to contend with even comprehending that there were half a million people coming across that border illegally uh, into the United States. 
A month. Half yeah, a million so, a month. It, it, right, right. After Title 42 goes away. Because right now, if you look at, because again, we're, we're already in the middle of dealing with the Titanic that, that's sinking. And after Title 42, then the Hindenburg is going to crash into the Titanic. That, that's what we're going to have on the border. So we're already seeing, again, the worst crisis we've seen. And, and once Title 42 goes away, this fiscal year, 12 months, this is what, this is what I predict. We're going we're gonna to have over 3.5 million migrants try to illegally enter our country in 12 months. 3.5 million. Let that soak in. And you know what this administration's response is not to just admit it, not to just be honest with the American people, not to pull the Trump era playbook that had a vast set of tools and authorities and policies that work. And we actually secured our border. We know how to do it. Nope, they're not going to do any of that. You know what their edict is? And I heard it from the chief of the RGB sector this morning. They are mandating to just get faster at processing and releasing them. That's what this administration's response is to it. It's absolutely unconscionable. It, it is. And I think that there is another area that we have to examine as well. And that is not only the insinuation of these uh, radical Democrats uh, into the permanent bureaucracy, uh, the civil service, if you will, uh, but the, the absolute control they hold over departments, including, of course, uh, Homeland Security. Mayorkas and his team have taken over that department. They are not the Homeland Security Department. They are the Homeland Welcome Committee. Uh, it, it is they've turned everything on its uh, on its head, and the American people can't even begin uh, to to keep up with all of the uh, the disgusting uh, acts that the, that this administration uh, is doing. Uh, to just overwhelm the country. This is intentional. Yeah, that, yep. it, it, it is. And I agree. Look, I, I know this and I know this well, and I can't even keep up with, with, with all the changes that are making to the detriment of this country. And here's another thing that just, I, I get so angry. Uh, the secretary uh, said it once again, um, it, uh, just uh, 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 the last uh, day or so, he keeps talking about how he inherited inhumane policies from the previous administration. Well, first of all, that's an absolute, just utter, bald-faced, unmitigated lie, first of all. But let me tell you about what is, is inhumane. His policies, this is what his policies have caused when you have increased billions of illegal aliens. Uh, uh, again, the first, first uh, 14 months of this administration, over 600 dead migrants, 600 dead migrants have been found trying to illegally enter our border. But again, record-setting, never seen that much. We know that human trafficking and the atrocities that are attached to that is exponentially increasing because of this administration's open border policies. We know that up to 30 percent of young women and children are exploited on their journey up. And so we know, look, you don't have to be a rocket scientist. If you add in millions more, then you look, more women are being raped. More children are being sexually assaulted. Look, the list goes on and on and on. What he's saying is a complete lie. He's not only jeopardizing America and America's safety, but he's actually jeopardizing the safety of the very migrants that he's saying he's trying to look out for. Hey, Mayorkas is not the first person I would turn to for uh, immense character uh, judgment in the interest of the United States. He is, in fact, committed to quite the, uh, the inverse. The Biden uh, OMB director saying $1.9 billion money intended for building the wall is now being spent on environmental restoration, end quote. Uh, Greg, Greg Abbott talking about how he's transporting migrants to D.C. Uh, 
and putting up uh, those putting those more buses on the border to take them directly to DC. Texas is going to fight this. What do you make of what Abbott is doing, uh, and will it be effective? Yeah. So look, Governor Abbott, hands down, he's doing more than any other governor governor in our entire country right now to fill the gap left by this administration, the abdication of the responsibility, what I believe is their constitutional responsibility to protect this country. Since last March, he, he started Operation Lone Star, where he's put uh, almost 10,000 DPS troopers and National Guard. Just yesterday, I was actually with the leadership, both from the National Guard and Texas DPS. I got a firsthand personal look at Operation Lone Star. They're doing incredible work. They've apprehended over 2,000 illegal aliens. They charged over 11,000 with criminal charges. They've, they've, they've seized tens of thousands of pounds of drugs, including enough fentanyl to kill, kill every citizen in Texas. I could go on and on. It's, an, it's been an incredible operation. And as far as the buses go, look, we know ultimately, uh, it, I, I don't think too many will be bused to D.C., but that wasn't the point, Lou, right? And we know that wasn't the point. The point was to send a message. The point was to send a message to the American people to really bring to light the catastrophic crisis and how it impacts them all. And it was also a message to be sent to Congress, specifically to what you brought up, the Republicans, in my opinion. I think he was sending a strong message to those Republicans that have remained in the backseat, that have remained on the sidelines. Get up, get out of your chair, get on the front lines, and publicly and forcefully and aggressively push back on this administration's open border policies. I applaud Governor Abbott for everything that he's doing. What we're finding out that DHS is not performing at all the story breaking that Secret Service agents assigned to both President Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris's residence were fake homeland agents, including one apparently with intelligence ties to Pakistan. Uh, and they were corrupting uh, Secret Service agents while doing so for some time. Uh, this is stunning stuff. It is it's showing up everywhere. It's as if the entire federal government some part of every department of every agency is now either corrupt or incompetent or both. And I'm talking about not just Homeland Security, but the Justice Department in particular, uh, and what uh, each of these agencies, including the FBI, uh, they're failing. And where they're not failing, uh, they are working against uh, the national interest. Your thoughts? Now, yeah, so, you know, I, I spent over 20 years in the FBI, so I, I think there are absolutely justifiable uh, uh, challenges and issues with the FBI. And, you know, I've talked about that, Lou, and I'm with you 100 percent on that. There's there's issues. I, I hope that the Secret Service uh, incident is is a one off. I've worked with Secret Service agents, you know, for for over 30 years, and it's one of the most professional federal organizations that, that I've known. And I, I've been proud to work with and be associated with. Uh, so I, I hope this is a one-off, but look, this is extremely, extremely serious. And if just a little bit of, of what is being reported is true, this could go down as one of the most significant breaches and failures uh, within Secret Service, uh, in, in Secret Service's lifetime. Uh, but again, I hope what it's going to show is that was it was an episodic uh, incident only involving a couple of agents potentially, and that it wasn't more systemic. That's uh, Look, uh, that's just what we could pray for. And what should we pray for to, for, the, for the nation's sovereignty and uh, border security uh, in, in what are going to be clearly trying, difficult uh, months ahead uh, as the Biden administration works its will against the, uh, the interest of the United States at the southern border? 
Yeah, I, I hope that the American people wake up, Lou. I hope they get educated. I know their lives are busy. I know they're working hard. I know they're trying to put food on and provide them for their family. But I, I'm praying and I'm pleading with them. Take a few minutes to get educated, to know that this is about border security. And when you open your borders up to one threat, you open it up to all. When you open your borders up to illegal immigration, uh, the cartels exploit that. The borders are wide open and bad things and bad people. Criminal aliens are pouring in. Gang members are pouring in. Drugs are pouring in, killing Americans every single day, and the increase to our national security vulnerabilities increasing every day. Every town, city, and state is a border town, city, and state. What happens at the border doesn't stay there. I pray the American people get educated and understand that and come this November. I hope they vote with what is the right thing to do and get the right people in Congress that are going to do the right thing for this country. Yeah, I, and I, I urge that every day on, on this podcast. Mark, uh, this is these are the most shocking statistics we're looking at. There, every piece yep. of evidence shows clearly what Biden and the radical Marxists are doing uh, in our our nation's capital. The Marxists own Washington D.C., and no one should doubt it for a damn minute. Uh, we are in a national crisis, and we should be all of us responding as accordingly. Uh, Mark Morgan, you are a great American. You are a great guy and great friend. I appreciate it. Uh, I know our audience does. And thank you for all you do uh, for this wonderful country of ours. Mark Morgan. And Lou, I feel, I, feel the same, I feel the same about you, Lou. Thanks for the time. Thanks to Mark Morgan, a great guy, a great American. And tomorrow, author and journalist Luke Rosiak is our guest author of the terrific new book, Race to the Bottom, Uncovering the Secret Forces Destroying American Public Education. You don't want to miss it. Please join us here tomorrow. We want to invite you to sign up for our Great America Show Advisory and Newsletter. Simply go to ludobs.com, that's ludobs.com, and click on the email newsletter button. It's as simple as that. And we'll send you our advisories and alerts, as well as our weekly newsletter. I don't want to overstate anything, but I'm pretty sure you will absolutely sense at least a small positive change in your world outlook. We invite you to join us and stay in touch. Thank you. That's ludobs.com. Thanks. God bless you. And God bless America. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.